I'm Tucker, and this is Seamplay. This is the second half of our Ghost Lines game. Ghost Lines is a game by John Harper. And in here, there are ghosts, there's violence with ghosts, and there's some possession. And that's, that's what I got. So I'll see you on the other side. Underneath that. Time is not it. measured by clocks, but by moments. Sorry, what? Oh, there just it is. Just some yeah. wisdom from time.is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, I mean, I had scrolled down a little bit and I just hadn't actually looked at that quote and I was like, where is she getting this from? <laughs> just my heart. Yeah. <laughs> you just came out. <laughs> I, I mean, the quote is attributed to unknown, so I mean, I guess it's just, it, it it was was just me. you. <laughs> it was Cat all along. As we look at it, it changes to, the, it goes from unknown to Catherine Dickinson. <laughs> All right, let's clap on 50. Yeah. All righty. That'll work. Yep. Ariel, I swear to God. I'm glad that missive made its way safely to you. <laughs> How dare you? What's happening? Ariel, what did you do? Uh, I just sent a screenshot to Nico. <laughs> okay, who? I can keep it together. I'm here. I'm present. All right, uh, let's play the game. Yeah. Okay. As good as this banner is, hopefully we can do even better content with a capital C. <laughs> better banter. Better banter. Hey, better, I'm talking about and... Boston butter. Sorry. <laughs> Nico! <laughs> <laughs> you got in the middle of my whole intro thing. You know, I do this every time. I mean, and allegedly. Nico, do you want to do the intro? Absolutely not. <laughs> you sure? You can do it. I'll be quiet now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Tucker, and this is Seamplay. I use he, him pronouns, and something that I've been excited about recently, something I've been excited about recently, my life is terrible. Oh, so I went to, uh, I think it's called Topanga National Park, or mm. not National Park, State Park, uh, which is sort of between S Santa Monica and the Thousand Oaks area on down uh, the Pacific Coast Highway. Mm -hmm. And I went up there with a buddy and we wrote for about five hours straight overlooking oh. the ocean on top of a hill and it was really glorious. Oh, Tucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Couldn't repress the note of yearning in my voice. <laughs> Ariel, you want to go? Sure. <laughs> As I recover from the wanderlust. Um, <laughs> hi, everyone. I'm Ariel. I use she, her pronouns. Uh, sorry if my mic levels are too high again. Um, something I've been really excited about... Hmm. Well, I recently got to see um, Kat and Nico in person at a reunion in our undergrad, so that was really great. And today we're going to be, well, not not Kat, Nico, and I because we're separated again. Um, but my partner and I in our home in Syracuse are going to do a board game party and a Lunar New Year celebration. So happy Year of the Rat, everybody! Hooray! Oh, yeah. Uh, I can go next. Yeah, go for it. Uh, it. So I'm I'm Cat. I use she her pronouns, and I I can't say anything original. I'm excited that I got to see Ariel and Deco, and it was amazing. And then I read 
a a YA novel written by another person who was at this reunion, which made me feel all warm and fuzzy and connected with people. And also Ariel came over for dinner for like kind of random travel reasons. She had to be in Boston like a little bit longer than Nico had to be. So she came and had dinner with me and, and my boyfriend and our cat. And that was so wonderful. Yeah, that was so sweet. I'm still thinking about that quiche. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was so for context, we like basically trashed our bodies for two days at this reunion and like didn't eat real food and didn't sleep at all. And then got back to my apartment and my boyfriend had made like a homemade quiche. Oh my god. And this like beautiful salad full of vegetables and I hadn't eaten vegetables in like forty eight <laughs> hours. <laughs> so good yeah 10 years added to my life (laughs) (laughs) yes you you feel a little you feel a little uh video game buff get added to you by eating that uh yes by eating that food please (laughs) uh i'm nico i use he him or they them pronouns obviously the same things in terms of what i've been doing the reunion was fantastic wish we wish that tucker had been there but we mm-hmm. understand why he could not be. Missed um, you all. And yeah. something I'm looking forward to, though, is I recently bought, because uh, I am a uh, shill for Wizards of the Coast, I bought their um, Eberron book, which is now, which now that I see this map is shockingly similar to Blades in the Dark in many ways, in that there are weird lightning trains that go everywhere. Um and I don't know. I'm excited. I've like been just reading through it. I'm excited to try to run a game in it, and also start actually running a D and D game again because it's been too long since I've done that consistently. I'd play in your game, Nico. Thank you, Tucker. <laughs> uh, right. So la- last time we had three players. Those three players were me, Cat, and Nico, and we played three bulls. Um, I was playing the very young and far too bright Scapa. Nico, you were playing, not Argus, uh, the other one, uh, King Slain. Clath. Yeah, King Clath. I was the veteran no? master. Yeah, yeah. You were the you you're the person who'd been on the ghost lines forever. Yes, and knew how to take care of people. And and we'll introduce characters quick. Um, again after this, but just to go over quick. And then Cat, you were playing Arvis, correct? Mm-hmm. And what is Arvis's catchphrase? I could have been a queen. If not for several major political events. So these three disparate people were brought together on top of a train. And that train was going from one place to another place. And my computer is out of my reach from the microphone. So I'm going to have to a second. I believe it was from Wintercliff to Ravencourt. Yes, or the other way. I know you're going through the pass. Yeah, it was Wintercliff to Ravencourt, uh, which is passing through the center of the main continent of Akaros. And these, the our three intrepid adventurers encountered a ghost who had broken through the lightning barrier. They dealt with that ghost, went inside, had some wonderful banter, and we found out about their backstories. And then a second ghost was found actively trying to get into the train. This was a larger ghost, and it was being pulled towards an o- ominous drill bit like drill born hole into the side of a mountain that was in the center of the pass far along the way that is the source of some great evil and also a lot of suction and we this ghost spoke directly to Arvis and with the help of Scapa 
they were able to pull the ghost within the train and put the ghost into a spirit bottle. And we had hints of a dark pact that Arvis had made that allowed Arvis to speak with ghosts. And that was where we are, were when we left off. So, Ariel, you're going to be playing that ominous, not particularly defined dark force. Mm. <laughs> and you, you'll actually, so before we were all acting as each other's GMs, now when something calls for the GM to do something, you, you can take that oh if my. you want to. So you, mm -hmm. you've, gained, you've gained a lot of power. The power. The power. And yeah, and you can insert yourself as any character you like, as always, because that's how my games work. Mm -hmm. And let's let's introduce characters. Yeah. So... Let's see, Nico. You want to go first? Sure. Full dis uh, disclaimer: I do not remember what kind of voice I did for this. I'm. It is vaguely coming back to me. So, but you know, we'll see what happens. Light smoker to heavy smoker. I think so. Yeah, it varied. <laughs> so yeah. So the character I'm playing is the the name on the badge, which is the name that we all go by on the train, is King Clace. My actual name is Kale. It would appear. And my homeland is Severos, which is, ugh, God, refresh me on what Severos is like. Uh, Severos, I believe, is the place where they, hmm, I'm trying to remember. I think it's the one that's a little more wild. They don't necessarily have um, ghost fields most of the time, and mm -hmm. they're kind of nomadic. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, like the nomadic sort of. Yeah, I think they do have ghost fields, but they have just sort of developed some kind of weird way of dealing with that. Yeah, they have their own different ways of dealing with ghosts. <coughs> but yes, uh, I am at the master level of of bull, and um, I'm a master bull, I suppose. And um, I so I have a number of traits and gifts that I have acquired over the years. I have gone on every, gone all around all the continents on every every possible leg of these lightning trains and uh i am understandably jaded i think <laughs> is my main my main character trait that feels feel like pretty correct I, yeah. I can't i can't help but feel like i had an actual backstory and i mm, it's escaping me now but uh, no we kind of oh talked well. we, we so we talked about it and it basically what you kept coming back to is no, just been beaten down again and again and again. Mm -hmm. And we, we talked a little bit about how the reason that you were s you clung so hard to life is because you were so afraid of ghosthood uh, becoming yes, a ghost. Right. But there wasn't any like like catalytic event. Yeah. Okay. There. That's right. There we go. Anyways, that's me. Yeah. Uh, I played Scapa and Colette, who uses she/her pronouns. And uh, Scapa is very young. Scapa is around 19. She's from Eruvia. And really irrepressible is the best adjective to describe her. Uh, irrepressible and a really not the most competent of individuals. But, mm -hmm. so, but so genuine and authentic. And just a delight. Is surrounded by impending tragedy. So she is this... She was away from her family, who uh, moved into Akaros from Aruvia, and she's driving back with 
back to them for the first time on this ghost line to see them since she's become a bull. <coughs> and they don't care about her anymore, and the boy she loves doesn't care about her anymore, so it's really all quite a mess. But she doesn't know that, and she'll probably die on the way, so it's okay. Cat. <laughs> um, so my badge is slain, but my character's real name is Arvis. And I, as far as I can remember, I actually went by Arvis for the whole last episode, so. Yeah, I think you did, which is uh, fine. Yeah, and I think that comes out of the fact that uh, the Arvis, <laughs> Arvis wants people to know who she is because she's kind of a big deal. <laughs> um, again, I, do, I don't remember if I did a voice for this character, so apologies if there's a lot of inconsistency. Um, she's from Aruvia. She was in line for the throne, but then Aruvia was um, conquered by Akaros. So that there was a whole bunch of political stuff that happened. She's no longer in line for the throne, but she's never forgotten it. Um, and that's kind of all I remember. She's a journeyman. She's sly and nimble. And she's in her 30s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she's she's made some kind of bargain with a ghost or demon and um, is trying to hide that from everyone. Exactly. All right. That feels good. Are we ready to start doing it and jumping into scenes and so on? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So we ended off with the... Go the large presence of ghosts that was mildly ap- apologetic going into a spirit bottle. And I think that, and then we were all, all, all off to go to bed because um, it was going to be night and the, uh, the two other crews were going to take the night shift for us, which is very kind of them. So I think we go to sleep and hmm, where's the best place to go right Let's do let's do the pact scene. So we're back in Wintercliff and Nico, where do you where do you think a Arvis would make a dark pact? What's a I good what's a good setting for this? And I mean how how much like ritual does this pact require? I think a lot less than I I think it's better if it's like Someone, anyone could something that anyone could theoretically do at any uh, time, you know? Yeah, uh, probably then just like some kind of somewhere, at, probably like at the edge of the city, then where the, you know, like some some place where there's like there the. I'm trying to think of like what the, the we uh, what you know like the electrical barriers are thinnest or something like that, something that's not particularly observed place where the a ghost could get to easily. Mm-hmm. Well, I think ghosts really don't like water, so there's probably, the probably like the eponymous cliffs of mm-hmm. Wintercliff. Those probably don't even need to be shielded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, might the be ghosts will like come in over the over the ocean. Right, so you might be able to step around them or do something at the edge. So let's we can set it. Let's set it on the Wintercliffs of Wintercliff. So. Cat, you want to des- you want to describe uh, how Arvis looks when Arvis isn't wearing um, all the bull gear and so forth. Arvis is wearing just in her ideal world. Arvis is wearing <laughs> a gown that is dripping in gemstones. It is made of the most expensive, flashiest silks and 
and you know absurd colors uh, but she doesn't actually get paid that much on the ghost lines so she's doing her best she has like kind of regular cotton clothes that she has hand dyed to be like bright blues <laughs> and bright reds and she doesn't have gems but she's sewn in little bits of glass like colored glass around the edges to make it sparkle so it looks looks pretty cool but uh if you get close you're like oh harvest no 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 cool uh so i think that you are directly next to a lightning barrier in this moment so any anyway, so Arv so Arvis, you're standing uh next to the lightning barrier, looking over the cliff, and you feel this presence across from the lightning barrier, also out overlooking the ocean behind you. And Ariel, do you wanna describe what this thing, this presence looks like? Yes, if you can imagine maybe the skeleton of a bat or some other strange winged creature, it just flashes a little bit, and it's kind of like stylized lightning in that way. Um, but it's a very expansive and threatening force. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And so in this scene, Cat, uh, I think Arvis, so Arvis is, Arvis called this thing here and knew it was coming. And Arvis probably wants uh, to gain some sort of power in this arrangement in order to get back to the throne. I mean, that, that's, your, that's your character motivation to decide. But by the end of it, you should have ended up with the ability ability to speak to ghosts and maybe some other things that we haven't seen yet. Uh, Ariel, I think this presence is related to, is either a projection of or an emissary of a greater and more terrible cataclysm that is to mm. come. And your goal is to basically get a, to get a character, to get a character, not a character, get a person that you can insert into the lightning barriers and eventually start to do your bidding, but that believes that she is working towards her own good. Okay, so basically give her the power to talk to ghosts, but it's actually a way of controlling her mind. Or maybe it may not even be... I, I think I'd... I kind of like the idea of like this like incredible cataclysm that is just so, so much power. But at the same time, it does it doesn't work by like breaking minds. It works by convincing people to do what they already wanted to do in such mm -hmm. a way that benefits the darkness. Sure. Um, yeah. So any any other like bigger questions for either you in terms of this scene, or do you just want to run it? Let's run it. Yeah. yeah let's do it. And again, beyond that, like. Though that that's what I have to give. I have no I have no secrets, so you all know everything <laughs> I know. So all right, so let's good. do it. Greetings, humble servant. I am Arvis of Aruvia, and I've summoned you here to me. I need. I need power. I need the power to take back my home, which has been stolen from me. I could have been a queen. Ugh, 
pathetic mortal, rousing me from my slumber in order to attend to such inane tasks. Well then, what would you have me do? What power do you seek? I need the power to raise an army. Something to overthrow the conquerors of Aruvia, my home. They hmm. came in unjustly and kicked us out of our homes where I should have been ruling. And now I'm here slumming it on the rails, doing other people's bidding. I want the power to make other people do my bidding. So I've summoned you to me. I see. Well, I do have forces, but do keep in mind, they are quite beyond human control. You don't know what I can control. I brought you here, didn't I? No mere human could do that. Hmm. Only one of a true bloodline. Like, my bloodline, which is true. <laughs> Your hubris is amusing, mortal. <laughs> I don't know what that word means. You can't <laughs> <talk> to me. <laughs> I can see that. Nevertheless, I shall acquiesce. You will have your wish. And what would you take in return? Oh, just the promise that... You keep me close. I would like to see what happens at the very end of this. How close are we talking? Keep me as a presence in your mind. I shan't interfere with any of your machinations, but you I will your observe. Fancy words. I love Indeed. Them. <laughs> All right. I will just keep a close watch on the troops I have loaned to you so generously. Nothing well, more. I'll take you into my mind, but you better barricade yourself deeply in there because I work on the ghost lines, and if a ghost were to sense your presence inside me, I'd be dead in seconds. Hmm. Well, seeing as I've given you the power to raise an undead army, and also to speak to those beyond the veil. I believe it is a worthy trade for you. We shall shake on it. Or whatever works best for you. Yeah, like a little uh, forked lightning hand uh, extends beyond the veil and, like, hangs there menacingly. You know... Uh, maybe we should just give each other a thumbs up. That looks pretty dangerous. <laughs> and the forked lightning just like quickly recedes like back into the veil, like zip. And then all at once, just oh boy, oh cat, no, sorry, my cat <laughs> is trying to climb on my computer. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. I thought you were like referring to your own self. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all at once. Terrible mistake. <laughs> Like, all that energy kind of coalesces into one little ball and zips straight into this poor, poor woman's mind. Dope. Cool. So, Dope. now you can talk to ghosts. 
Now I can yeah. talk to ghosts. Now you can cool. talk to ghosts. Sick. All right. And let's come back to the present now. And we have morning. Hmm. What I'm trying to decide right now is if Scapa is the annoying, like, 12-year-old who is awake before everybody else and is way too chipper in the morning, or if Scapa is a teenager who sleeps in. I think Scapa's up and has all of her bull gear on already and is sort of, like, hitting – and is sort of, like – does, does the thing, you know, when a kid is just waiting for their parents to wake up and is just looking over them and, and just, like, standing and doesn't want to, like, shake them because it'd be rude to wake them up, but really is just trying to look deep into their soul and, like, just just by staring at them, get them to wake up. I don't know if that's a universal thing or a specific thing that I just did when I was a kid. I think that's but, fairly universal. Okay, cool, good. But At least anyways, for perhaps slightly politer children. Yeah. So anyway, Nika, what's your character's name again? Sorry, forget these uh, things. Very badge name. Badge name. Yeah. Kinclaith. So I think Scapa is just, uh, and and Scapa is um, Colette's badge name. Scapa is just doing that over Kinclaith, just staring deep into Kinclaith's face and waking, waiting for Kinclaith to wake up, but doesn't want to actually like shake her. I can only assume that. That Scala probably has shaken Kinclaith at some point, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> and got a, I don't know, punished for it in some way. Yep, probably just absolutely. a reflex, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, on this particular day, uh, yeah, I guess Kinclaith kind of like blinks open and says, "Yeah, good." Good morning, Scapa. Good, good morning, Kinclaith. Uh, are, are, are you ready to go out on the line? You ready? I uh, will be. Okay. Uh, um. I'll be. I'll. I'll. I'll be up there already. Is that, is that okay? Will that Will that be all right? Uh, I will scout. Will Will anyone else be up there? Nope. Just me. Hmm. Scapa, we've talked about this. Yeah, you, you you think that would be good for me to get experience. Uh, I have said that. However, more importantly to this, you know that it's very dangerous for anyone to be out there by themselves. Yeah, but I can handle myself. That is not true. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, I'll that see is, you That up. is a false statement. I'll see you up there in 15 minutes. You will be and... waiting here. You will wait here. <laughs> Either me or slain. And Scapa takes ready. off. And Scapa is one of her gifts is that she is swift and faster than other people. So she is already out the door. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I'm surprised. This happens every single morning. <laughs> uh, Arvis enters yawning and just a decadent sleep robe covered in <laughs> little bits of colored glass which cannot be comfortable to sleep in yeah <laughs> painful perhaps like uh, good morning good morning slain so where is the little runt today well where where do you think she is i don't know eating porridge isn't that what children eat 
I wouldn't know. Severosi oh. children don't really eat porridge. Goodness. Well, what did you eat as a child? I'm, just, I'm sorry. I don't know what this voice is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. It's a good it's voice. Go- it's good. It's definitely not what you had before, but that's <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think Arvis changes voices. She's just trying out new things. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. you're, you're, voice you're of the pra- week. You're practicing your queen. Yeah, you have a different voice every week to like see like hmm, what's my what's my what should my queen voice be? How are people reacting to this? Is it domineering? <laughs> yeah, uh, the week where you had where you tried out your Queen Victoria voice was <laughs> it was, was rough. Was rough. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hello? What is? <laughs> like no, stop. Let's get some ghosts today. <laughs> um, yes, the world in which Queen Victoria exists alongside a ghost highway. Yeah, or a ghost. It's the, it's the only logical. Um, anyways, what did Sev- what do Severosi children eat? Um, I mean, I I kind of ate whatever I could find. You know, whatever the whatever the tribe, whatever the clan could scrounge. It's a harsh land. Mm. It did, must be what tough. Did, uh, yeah, did you eat porridge? Oh no, I ate. <laughs> Only um, duckling fat fried in its own uh, its own fat. <laughs> you, you had you rendered out duckling fat and then fried more duckling fat in that fat. Well, I personally didn't do it. I mean, we had chefs for that. Uh huh. But it 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 keeps you strong, you know. When you're gonna be a queen someday. You need inner strength as well as physical strength. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so muscular. All right. Well, this has been enough uh, chatter for this morning. Let us suit up and join uh, Scapa on the roof so that she doesn't get herself killed. Scapa uh, drops her head down through the. I assume there's like a hatch in the top or like some some some, be, some right? sort of way. Yeah, some sort of way for her to just look down from above. Hey, hey, guys, you might want to see this. There are a lot of cool colors up here. What? There's like... Mm. It's we like better get all our suits on. There are all sorts of ghosts. It's all very exciting. All sorts of ghosts. <sighs> oh, no wonder my brain is so fuzzy this morning. I thought I was just thinking a lot of things. Well, I mean... we know that's not the case. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You are welcome. I realize you're saying that I often have clarity of purpose. That is that's not what, what I'm that's saying. That's what you meant. Okay. That is not what I'm saying. But I'm gonna we can put my move suit on. on. It's okay. Yes. All right. So they suit up and we're going to head out of the... Uh, yes. Clonk, clonk, clonk. Yeah. And so the sound what of us exiting the train. And what you see... So if we remember what happened last time. And let's just describe the geography of the train because we got a little hung up on that. So you have the rails and you have the train going down the rails. On So a little bit outside of each of the rails is the lightning barrier that goes up vertically on either side of the train. And it reaches to probably like seven to eight meters. So basically your height above the train is that is covered by the vertical fence, lightning fence on either side. Mm-hmm. Above that, there is kind of a arcing effect where the lightning 
is discharged at about a 45 or probably closer to like a 35 degree angle and runs into each other and then goes straight up. And so that is how the train is completely covered. And so last time we had the one big ghost that is currently in a spirit bottle with Arvis and that ghost was tr actively trying to get in to the lightning barrier while being dragged away towards the head of the train, towards the direction that the train is going in. This same thing is now happening, but with five or six smaller multicolored ghosts. Are ghosts and usually multicolored? No, normally they're one color mm. and only one color. And so like, and sometimes you see that these ghosts are separating. So this might be um, something that would be um, that King Claith has seen like only a couple of times, um, but has seen, which is like a, which would be called a wisp storm. So a bunch of like really tiny ghosts that kind of like form collectives and then break apart and, uh, form okay. collectives and, then, and then, and then break apart. Um, and generally you'll get a wisp storm. Um, they form when you have a lot of people dying at once together. Um, so they're re they're reminiscent of ancient massacres most of the mm. time. And so you have a whiff storm that is trying to get onto the train. And you see that there's, an there's another ghost at, at either end of the train that's also trying to get in. And those bulls are all, are all fighting to do something. And apparently they've been busy all night because they didn't even manage to call you at any point. Okay, and... A small, dark voice materializes in the back of Arvis's head and goes, Speak to them. Recruit them. Make them do your bidding. For my war? These are my soldiers? But they're so pretty. Okay. <clears throat> Ghosts! Friends! I... <clears throat> My name is Arvis. I am the future queen of Aruvia. I know you're here for me. The ghosts stop, like, writhing about for a second to stare in awe, like they've never really talked to a mortal before in this capacity. Yes, that's right. I speak. I speak in the frequency that you can hear. I am not like other mortals. I am your ally. I am your ruler. You have come here for me. Mm. Uh, do, uh, did we come here for this mortal? I'm pretty sure we had some other objective in mind. No, you, you did. You did. Be confident. You did. It's for I me. I don't quite remember. Where we, where we may be like, I've, I mean, I'm really trying to not end up being drawn into that crazy black pit that they're, that's being pulled towards us. So maybe yeah, we can't stick with this too. mortal. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, we've got to get our priorities in order. So maybe if you could save us from the black pit, we would be able to listen to you. What's in the black pit? A force more powerful than all of these ghosts combined? 
a force that could take back my home. An idea is forming. I think maybe I am powerful enough to control that force. If me, uh, hey, Blue Ghost 3 here. Um, and <laughs> I, 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 if I could have any input, I, I would like to say that the, I think the Black Pit is bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes you have to make compromises when it's war. Sometimes you work <laughs> with things that are bad. But you can't work with things that are good. Okay, I have a phenomenally important question right now. Was Arvis speaking all of this aloud? Yeah, that was my question. <laughs> um, I think she was. In like in English or whatever our equivalent common tongue is here, like um, what do we or like some kind of weird ghost storyline? It's probably better if we can understand if we can understand what she was saying. Yeah, right? I th- I think mm-hmm. she said it all aloud in English. <laughs> But th- obviously, the others can't hear the ghosts talking back. See, see, Scapos like looking at. It looks at ours and looks at King Clay. Goes like, "So you said my mind would break first? I think <laughs> I win. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, I gotta. You know, here we go. I'll pay up. <laughs> Pass along the coin." <laughs> It was a great bet for me. I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you win no matter what. Uh, yeah. Um, our uh, slain. Hello. Don't call me by that demeaning name. You know I always want to be called by my true name, my given name, the name of a princess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The name I know. of a future queen. But also, like the rules too, are that I'm above the rules. I am not just some common bull that you call by whatever name is on my badge. And she hits her chest where her badge is with such animosity. Arvis is not usually quite like this. Yeah. No. I'm actually <laughs> King Clay's is actually getting a little concerned. It's like this is this has gone a little. A little farther than than Arvis's usual unhinged rants. Kingclaith, listen, I'll talk to you as a peer, just for for now, before I go back to being superior. <laughs> you're pretty good at this job. I think uh-huh. you're a talented, talented woman. You know how to handle ghosts. You know how to handle yourself in a battle. And that's why... Thank you. I want to offer this proposition to you. Be my lieutenant, my second in command <laughs> in the coming war. <laughs> I've been trying I've been trying to figure out how to break this news to you for a long time, but um I don't care about ghost lines. I want to You made you've throat. made that abundantly clear. You have, <laughs> you have not tried to hide that. <laughs> Well, let me let me tell you what I do care about, which I'm sure will be a surprise to you. I is care it, is about it retaking Eruvia? Is that Shit. you want to be a queen again? <laughs> I am as transparent as the ghosts that surround us. Yes, that's yes, that's what I care yeah. about. Yep. Yeah, you yeah, got uh, me. 
yeah, okay, so th- this isn't any new information for me, but, I, like, why are you yelling at these ghosts? Well, they're going to be happening? my... I think they're going to be my army, and I, I would like you to help me lead them in battle against uh, Akros. Uh, hey, lady, uh, not sure if you noticed, but we are being uh, uh, pulled towards this this terrible demise, and you won't have much of an army if if we keep getting... A tug towards our our death. Um. So help. You're, you're already dead. I think. I understand oh. that much. Yes. Uh, what? I'm dead. Oh crap! I should have said that much more gently. You have um previously no. deceased. You have expired. But it's cool. I'd no. rather be dead than expired. Uh. Yeah. Are the ghosts getting pulled in the same direction as the train? Like, yeah, they're yeah. being pulled in the direction that the train is going, just at a quicker rate than the train is moving. Oh, I see. I think uh, Scapa has gotten bored of this conversation, and <laughs> Scapa's like, "I'm gonna knock, I'm gonna knock all these off." And so Scott, that's in her head. She didn't say that aloud. Yes. And so she ran with her big lightning hook, and she's like, sort of been lining up the ghosts and trying to home run swing them and like bing them right off the edge of the lightning barrier with which they're kind of clinging to right now and knock them off into the air scapa what are you doing those are my soldiers i'm clearing off the ghost line this is my job there are things much more important than the ghost line right now scapa i what's what's more important than the ghost line but you were i don't want to trust you with any of this information because you're (laughs) such an idiot um Scapa, your personal safety has to be more important than the ghost line. You can't if you try to. I've told you this before. Lining up all those ghosts to get off in one is very <laughs> dangerous. Quick thinking, Kingclave. Fly to her about how much we care about her personal safety. That was a good one. Well, I mean, I don't. I'm saying that she should care about it. I like, and and it could endanger us too. This is. I'm not lying. This is real. Ah, <laughs> uh, stringing me along also. <laughs> I love how gentle you pretend to be, you big mama bear. What are All you right. talking about? I <laughs> Your mind is so strange. I have a lot of influences in my brain right now. That much is very clear. All right, King Clave, we don't have a lot of time. All of those ghosts are, are telling me that they're being pulled into that giant dark pit over there. Which means that can that we, wait, can we see it? Can we <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't see it yet. <laughs> well, I, I, they, they're telling me it's the dark pit that's over there. <laughs> okay. In my mind's eye, I can, I can imagine it. Yes, picture this. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm painting you a word picture. Giant dark pit. <laughs> in, in the background, we see Scapa swing and bing, there goes a ghost. She cannot follow little, orders at all. Little R two, little R two D two scream like, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I I think like the I, I think the trajectory is like it gets first it gets knocked out by the blow of the lightning hook, and then there's a beat and then it gets sucked really fast um, again towards the hole. And we can see that like we the ghosts are still visible. The ghosts are still visible. You can see them being, um, you can see them being pulled into the distance and then past the mountain and out of sight. Is there anything along this? Since I've gone on this route before, like, is there anything along this route that sounds like? I, I guess I'm wondering. It's like, 
is this dark pit like is it just kind of like you know it's a hole in the mountain in a mountain like mm-hmm. can it be see- can i have i seen it from the train before you tell me uh i guess i guess i i think it would be interesting i guess if it was just kind of like before if if up until recently it was just kind of like a feature like yeah that mountain just has like a hole in it we pass yeah. it every time like yeah it's no. like it's a it's a like two-thirds marker. like it's like a di- it's like sort of a it's sort of a landmark it's like a distance marker in some ways yeah for sure king Clayth, you're not listening to me correctly all of these ghosts say that there's something big and powerful and dark coming from from a deep hole in a mountain far in front of us. And uh, well, it's I mean it's not that far. It's it's pretty it's we're actually pretty close to it now. You know what I'm talking about? You've seen it before? Oh yeah, it's just the, it's the hole in the mountain. It's like it's it's like it's two thirds of the way from Wintercliff to Ravencourt. It's you know passing it is a is a nice little milestone. Well. All the ghosts say they're be- they're being pulled into this dark pit. Why? How how have you not told me that this is something we have to look for on this journey? I've never been on this particular track before. You're supposed to be like our leader. Well, well, I mean, well, I mean, we're on the ghost lines, ne- and you know, in the world in general, I should be the leader. But I acquiesce to you in this particular context. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, as far as I know, ghosts have never been sucked into that pit before. It's just you know, it's a it is made by some giant drill from who knows when. <laughs> and uh I mean I was gonna I was gonna remark on it when we passed it, since since you and Scapa hadn't been on this on this r- line before, but How close to it does the train get? Will we be in danger? It's a hole in the mountain, so we're never in danger from it. King Clayth, I think you're maybe wrong. I appreciate that you think that. I think that Sorry, this is a Sorry, my cat is sprinting around my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a good... So let's cut from that conversation quick. And we see Scapa b- bing another ghost off the rail. <laughs> bing! Most most of this whisper storm is actually like Scopper for once in her life is doing a good job, and most uh, of, a lot of this whisper storm is at least she'll go out on a high note. Yeah, and let's follow one of the wisps, uh, and I think it is drawn through the air, flies through the air, crosses a mountain, then comes to this hole, and then enters this bored drilled hole in the side of the mountain. And gets to the bottom and stops. And Ariel, what does it see there or sense? Mm, at first, it just looks like, you know, there are glowing gemstones like deep, deep into the pit um, of the mountain. And they start glowing in a more regular pattern. And it seems to form this circle with some geometric shapes in it and emits this, like, beam of red light and the light itself seems to be well it seems to have a mind of its own in some ways it it possesses some kind of mind or agency mm-hmm. whoa this is the ghost 
Where am I? Don't I'm... be afraid. Oh, and <laughs> the light is speaking in a collective voice, so um, I think in it you can hear all the voices of the ghosts who have visited before. I think it's too late for that. I'm, and it's the the little the little blue light is it's shaking back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> you are in a place beyond fear, beyond life, and beyond death. Here, you will learn your true purpose. And what is that? To become one with me to fill my power with your essence. And the light starts to kind of blend in with the color of the ghost so that it, the spectrum um, shifts and becomes more of a purple color. All right. Um, and I think, so I think the ghost, this like the ghost's voice kind of merges with the collectives, but then doesn't. So, no, no, I like I like my I, I like my essence right where it is. Thank you, and it tries to escape and sort of like stretches out a blue, just one blue tendril that is still stuck into this like collective thing of light, and stretching, 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 and it's shaking, and then it snaps back into mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and then multiple tendrils of light shoot out and kind of wrap around the ghost and assimilate it into this pillar of light. There's no, no use in struggling. No. We will become one. And we cut back to the train. And I think there there's one ghost left that Scapa hasn't gotten. Uh, Scapa's still swinging her lightning hook. And... I, what is, what are Arvis and uh, Kinglaith doing? Kinglaith, uh, you have distracted me for this whole conversation, and Scapa has gotten rid of my entire <laughs> army. Yeah, Why you trained me so well. <laughs> I mean, was that going to be your whole army? The, the like five wisp storms and couple blue ghosts. Don't you mock me. I wasn't, well, I, I, was, I was mocking you a little bit, but that was ma mainly a legitimate question. No, it was not. Because you know what you're going to do to make this up to me? You I do I. not know. And maybe Scapa, because let's face it, she's pretty cute, even if she's pretty useless. <laughs> we are going to go into that dark pit, and we're going to find the force that's going to help me take back my throne. I need your expertise, and I need Scapa's unrelenting can-do attitude. <laughs> <laughs> How, uh, boy, where to start? Where to start on this? Um, are you planning on just jumping from the moving train to well, to get of that course, pit? jumping of course not. through, jumping through the lightning field. The ghost we captured yesterday that we're holding in our ghost bottle will simply fly us out. That's a thing ghosts can do. 
I mean, yes, we all, we all, we all, we all know that is a thing that ghosts can do. <laughs> However, yes. didn't the didn't that ghost not want to go to the pit? Isn't that what it was trying to get? I, I, I don't know if I know that. It, the, the ghost was trying to get into this lightning field. What <laughs> makes you think it was trying to? It wants to go out. I'm confident. I have the power to change his mind. I think you'll find that there is something within me that uh, will be very persuasive. Okay. And why am I why am I following along with this again? What what exactly is in this for me? You're going to be lieutenant and my second in command in our new regime. What what is that? What does that mean? Uh, lots of power, a nice position of luxury. Uh, you'll never have to be on the ghost lines again. Hmm. Imagine never interacting with another ghost. I know how triggering they are for you. You could just <laughs> be sequestered isn't, away. Isn't your army going to be composed of ghosts? <laughs> Yeah, but but if you like skip forward till after the battle is over, look. It's oh, okay. After the battle, after the battle in which I games. could die. Right. Or the or many, the the presumably many battles in which I could die. Look, if we have this dark force on our side, then maybe there won't even be one battle. Maybe there'll just be a cataclysmic event, and then I'll be queen. Yes. Hey catacly- guys. Cataclysmic <laughs> events in this world have always gone uh, well for. That's humans. the attitude I'm looking for. Hey guys, I got all the ghosts. You Scapa! sure did. <laughs> proud, proud of you, Scapa. Even when you are useful, you are useless. What? What? <laughs> I, uh, okay, but I, I'm, I got all the ghosts for you. Why uh, don't you, you go eat some porridge? <laughs> I'm sorry. Porridge. That was cruel. That was so cruel, Scapa. <laughs> Why don't you be a darling and go get that ghost bottle with the ghost we caught yesterday? Okay. We have a King Clayth, now I'm really worried because she's being nice and she's never nice. <laughs> <sighs> yes, no, I agree. Do we think maybe maybe we should tie her up? I mean she's she seems to have Really? Well, you shouldn't talk about that with her right here, Scapa. Oh. Scapa. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all I'm all I'm saying, Arvis, is that clearly you're not in a right mental state. I mean, you normally have delusions of grandeur, uh, but I remember from my psychology class that. When things start to intensify in the way they seem to be intensifying right now, and you believe yourself a queen, and you believe yourself in charge of greater powers, and you believe that you can start talking to ghosts. Psychology 101 was very specific. When people start talking to ghosts, then you need to restrain them and turn them in for questioning. (laughs) Was that the entirety of Psychology 101, Scapa? Was it just that? It's obvious propaganda. Well, mo- mo- most of most of Psychology 101 was just built on when you should turn people into the state so the state could take care of them. Was there ever a time when you shouldn't turn people in? Um, 
Oh, singing the Duskfall anthem, not the Duskfall. Uh, singing the Akros anthem too loud. That 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 you didn't turn somebody in. That that you praised them for. What if you sang the Aruvian anthem? Uh, I think turn, that's when the turn secret turn police gets involved. No, yeah, I don't think that, that's not even a citizen's arrest kind of thing. That's just that <laughs> just happens. Scapa, and Arvis puts her arm around Scapa in, in a friendly way, which of course is off-putting to everyone. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Scapa, I know. I can't imagine you're very good at it either. <laughs> it's like awkwardly sitting kind of below her shoulders, and she's like moving it up and down. Like she doesn't know where it's supposed to go. And also like trying not to touch Scapa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Scapa, Scapa. I know we haven't we haven't talked as peers much, but I'm gonna go check in with some of those other teens and <laughs> <laughs> from one do Aruvian... my job, you know. <laughs> All right, well, think about my offer for a different job with a yes. better payout. Debatable. You could have benefits. <laughs> I'm walking away. <laughs> <laughs> shouted at, shouted at uh, King Clave's back. Just, I guarantee more comprehensive health care. <laughs> ah, Scapa. I know you grew up in Arubia. Well, I think actually you grew up somewhere else. But I you're grew from up in Arubia. Uh, oh, okay. My, my family's from, from Arubia. You're from Arubia. Okay, okay. So your your roots, your roots are from a good place, from a place that owes me loyalty. And I'm not really getting a lot of that from you. Oh, I'm, I, I think I'm very loyal. I, I just get distracted sometimes. Are you? Do you even know the Aruvian National Anthem? Well, no, because if I sang the Aruvian National Anthem, I would be thrown in prison. Not by me. Not in my new state, you won't be. You can sing to your heart's content, and I'll oh. just praise you all the more for it. What if I sang the Akaros National Anthem? Do you, why do you have to ruin everything that I'm setting up for you? <laughs> just be grateful for what I'm offering. I, I just, I, I really like the tune of the Akaros National Anthem. It's got a nice da-dump, ba-bump, ba-dun-da-da-da-da-dun-da-dun-da. It really gets the heart thumping. And yeah, it's fun to dance to. Nobody would dance with me, but I had fun dancing to it. You know what else got our hearts thumping? <laughs> When the soldiers from Akros <laughs> took over my homeland and slaughtered millions of people. But that slaughter, that is what's going to provide me with an army. And also, you know, the, the giant dark force we're heading towards. I have a lot of options is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Uh, so here, here's the thing. Giant dark force generally working with you don't want to work with the dark force you want to like you i remember in psychology 101 that whenever somebody was making a pact with some sort of otherworldly power the correct response was to turn them into the state for their own good clearly Although you spent a lot of time in psychology 101, you never took statistics 101. You cannot approach a single event as an average. Generalities don't hold for single situations. This is not like all those other times. 
I, I'm more powerful than any other human being who's ever tried to control Ghost Force. I really believe that about myself. You are? I am. And you should believe that about me, too. Now, what do you say? You join my team. We, uh, me, you, King Clays, we hop on this ghost, we jump off the rail, we go down into that dark pit, and then we summon whatever is down there to help take back our shared homeland. I mean, that, that sounds pretty good. Um, can I think about it? Can I talk to King Clays about it? Fine. Sure. I am going to oh. go change into a more fitting outfit. Okay, you do that. All right. And I think um, Scapa runs off after King Clay. Uh, how's it going with the other team? Um, I can only imagine that they're probably tired. Mm-hmm. Considering that they apparently have been doing this for the whole night. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably just not. I'm, I think I mainly just went over to kind of just check on them and see that they're not, you know, like dead. Okay. Uh, I can't imagine I'm really there for a whole lot. I mean, you know, it's like we all have our own cars to attend to. I'm just checking, just see. I'm just kind of getting an update for like what actually happened over the night. Yeah, I think I think they're all right. And by the time that Scapa's come after you, you you you're already back on top of the train. Yeah. And walking towards her, and Scapa's like sort of, sort of like. Not skipping over to you, but mo- moving quickly towards you. Just like, King Clay, King Clay, King Clay. Yes. Uh, well, Arvis is checking a lot of Psychology 101 boxes right now. Well, do you see anywhere to turn her in? Uh, mm, no. But... I mean, we have to do something, right? Do we? What? I Look, the way told. I see it, the okay. way I see it is that there's really not much we can do right now while we're on this train in between cities. Unless you want to, I don't know, throw her off the train or something. Do you want to do that? No, no, no. Do? No, I don't want to do that. I, All I, right. I, I, won't, I want her to get helped by the state. Uh huh. Yeah, the state really helps people in that way. Mm hmm. God, I. Live, living with two people who don't understand sarcasm is just really. <laughs> it's taking a toll on me. <laughs> it's your love language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so do you think we just jump? But we're, we don't need to jump in the pit with her, do we? That seems that seems like a her thing and not an us thing. I I uh, absolutely agree. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. We're, we're, I'm glad we're on the same page with that. I am concerned that this pit is a. So she she knew about the pit, but as far as I know, she. Well, I I don't think she's ever passed by it before. So there's there's. There's actually something going on here. And we this train gets kind of close to the pit. I am I am concerned about what we're going to find there. 
Well, it should be interesting at least, right? I mean, we don't need to go in. We just need to see what is what is spewing out of it or into it or however else. Look, this the job is this job is interesting enough as it is without introducing dark forces in hiding in pits to the mix as well. I mean, I I always think that you can learn the more that's going on, the more that you're learning. And really, we're all here just here to learn, aren't we? We are absolutely not. Oh. I am here to collect a paycheck at something that I am good at. And uh, I've never really fit in anywhere else, so. Oh. I haven't really ever fit anywhere, I don't think. Cool. Join the club. So fun. So. So fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm, clubs. How great. Clubs. <laughs> There's a club. <laughs> There's a club for. Uh, so can. So I, I suppose we wait and just see what Arvis does then. That's. Is I believe all we can really do at the moment. Oh, there's a ghost. Run off like try not to feed into her into her delusions as you run away. <laughs> yeah. And there is another ghost that is again trying to get into the lightning barrier. And Scapa goes to knock it off. Is this and traditionally one of the safer routes? I forget. Actually, I guess I could look that up myself. I have the thing open i uh oh yeah let's look at sworn that there was like a, a little list no no the pass is not one of the safe ones um the pass is uh a three a level three. Oh yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. i was just trying to remember it's like is this an unusual amount i just trying to figure out like is this, is this if this is an unusual amount of ghosts oh there are definitely more ghosts than you normally see okay okay um like again like a wi- a wisp a wisp storm is very rare right yeah But, yeah, so I think we cut away down to Arvis, and I think Arvis is probably having a conversation uh, with her friend in her brain. Mm-hmm. What is Arvis doing while this conversation is occurring? Um, you know, she's pouring herself a cup of tea and eating a scone. <laughs> Look, I know... I, I I know you said that an army of the dead would be the way to go with this, but hear me out. I think I have come across an opportunity, and I want to take it. There's this dark force gathering in, in a pit close by. We're heading right towards it, and <laughs> I think this is, the, this is what I need to do. I need to go into that pit and then take over the dark force the same way I took over you. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, the same way you took over me. Fascinating. I'll let you linger in those delusions a moment longer. And then it thinks to itself, all according to plan. (laughs) And then to Arvis, it says, Regardless, you allowed your quarry to slip away. My quarry? Yes. You enabled those buffoons to prevent you from fulfilling your objective. My objective? 
Are you giving me orders? No, no, no. As your true ally, and perhaps truer lieutenant, I'm simply telling you the truth. You wished to recruit those goose ghosts into your army. I did. The two mortals surrounding you prevented you from attaining that objective. You desired to go and seek greater power in the pit. And who stopped you? They those stopped humans. Me. You're right. How did I not see it before? They're my enemies? They're mouthpieces for the Empire. Only yeah. you know the power that you hold within you. Only you know that you are the key to the truth. I am the key to the truth. You must go to the pit on your own. On my own? You're right. I'm far too important to, to bring distractions like that along with me. You don't share my vision. Not like you do. You understand me. You're in my I brain. I see with your eyes, and I think with your mind. You do, and you taste with my tongue, and and you feel things with my hands, and and that's you... quite enough. I I don't experience <laughs> any bodily functions. I'm dead. Oh, well, that's too bad. Some of them are nice, like the scone that I'm eating right now. I I, I don't taste that at all. <laughs> well, fuck for you. All right. Well, um, look, my plan was to unleash the ghost that I currently have in a ghost bottle, and fly on its back to the pit do you think that's still a good idea good good but bring only yourself and your body i'll bring my body with me <laughs> <laughs> i don't tend to leave it at home oh shit i forgot my body at home <laughs> god damn it but there is there is one more thing i'll need from you the ghost doesn't want to go there i actually i brought it into this train to keep it safe, but I don't think it's going to want to leave. I need you, with all of your your ghostly powers, to frighten it into, into doing my bidding. Yes. Let us speak to it. Right now? Uh, uh, sure. Um, yeah, I, I have it just, uh, just over here. And she, uh, she fishes around yeah. in their shared belongings and pulls out the ghost bottle. Well, I, I guess I'll just I'll just open it up. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> We're really not supposed to do that in the train. <laughs> I think you can probably talk to it through the ghost through the spirit bottle, right? I think you probably you can like crack the lid sort of sort of deal and not and again it can break out whenever it wants cuz it's kind of a big ghost. Mm. Um I think I mentioned that at the end. But you can, if you like, crack open the seal, it can like sort of reach out and talk to you. All right. Well, uh, I'm, I'm cracking it. I'm cracking it open. Hello again. Are we far away? Are we now safe? Well, you're with me. You'll always be safe. But I need a favor. And to ask you for it, I have a special friend. <laughs> okay, so um, does this ghost have a certain color? Um, I can't. I don't think we gave it a specific color. I've been imagining it 
as like a like a tannish color but okay e tannish even color. lighter than that yeah so i don't really know that much about color theory but let's just give it a shot um so all of a sudden um something in arvis's skull begins to glow like a bright red um not dissimilar to the light that emerged from the pit and i think tendrils of light start to try to assimilate the ghost in the bottle uh, no 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 and you and the and the ghost immediately is like takes off and i think the tendrils are able to grab like an edge of it mm -hmm. but the vast majority of it is sort of like pulling up um out of the like compartment out of the bull's compartment in the, in the train and kinglaith you're walking back and remember that ghost from before the the one from the, the bottle, yes. The, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. Being yes, they do, obviously. Uh, so, hey, it's it's poking like most of its bulk up out of the train compartment, and it's clearly been let out of its spirit bottle by somebody. We don't know who, but somebody let it out of its spirit bottle. <laughs> do a brief calculation in my head for who's more likely to have let it out, Scapa or Ar or uh, Arvis, and come up with nothing. <laughs> it's just fifty-fifty. I briefly try to figure it out, and I'm like, well, does it, does it even matter? Right, Actually, where is Scapa? I, I think Scapa is also on the – I think Scapa went and changed – has been, like, just sort of waiting and waiting for a ghost ghost to, like, attach themselves to the train, as they have been doing. Oh, so Scapa's actually up here. Yeah, and Scapa's been knocking them off. Okay, so I do, like, 50-50 mm, glance over. Ah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Scapa. Yeah. Oh, look, ghost friend. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and I think that Scapa is. What would Scapa do in this situation? We'll um, get. We'll get over here. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Uh, what do you What do you think we do? I, I could. I, I could hit it. Um, it looks. It looks like it's trying to get out. Yeah, the more tendrils of red seem to wrap around it and try to hold it in place. Oh yeah, we see. So we start to see. We start to see those um, emerge around it, outside, and Scapa looks at him like, "That doesn't look good." Mm, no. You, you you think I hit the? I can hit the tendrils. I can whack them. You know, I think we may actually play this one by ear. Because something something strange is going on here. Oh, I don't. I don't like waiting. Right. So as this happens, the tendrils seem to kind of merge with the ghost, the struggling ghost. And where that happens, the red merges with the tan and creates a darker color. And it seems that in spots where this is happening, the ghost is shrinking or getting pulled back into um, whatever compartment it came from. Okay, okay. I think I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it. Yeah. Yeah, I I was I was saying to wait, but I think something something bad is not good. So, <laughs> and Scapa takes off um with her lightning hook. I will and be following along just like for like a follow-up. Yep. Hit. And, and okay. take 
takes a big swing. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying, Ariel? Sorry. At this moment, the voice in Arvis's mind goes, the mortals are interfering. Do something. I'll get my lightning hook and I'll fight them off. So she, she throws away the tea kettle that she had and the scone <laughs> and grabs her lightning hook and runs outside and and just starts to advance on Scapa and Kingcleaf. Right, and as she moves, the tendrils of light are still there. With her? Like, attached right? to her? Yeah. Love so that. We're, Stay we're back! On the, we're on, like, the body. is Are these tendrils, like, is it coming out of her forehead? Is it, like, out of her torso? Is there, like, a... Does she have, like, a hand that's reaching out to grab this ghost? Like, how is she... How is she trying to assimilate this ghost? Right, it's just, like, a bunch of beams of light coming out of her skull and acting as tendrils or tentacles. Um, so yeah, if you can imagine a bunch of different, uh, beams of light coming out of every point of her head. Like a light Medusa. Yes, like a light Medusa. I, I am Arvis, the light Medusa. Bow to my will. <laughs> <laughs> Look upon my works, ye mighty. And tremble. Right. Stay back. Don't hurt the ghost. King, King Claith, we really need to turn her in. Don't turn me into the state. <laughs> Scott, I think we've passed that point. Okay, well. Arvis, I was really hoping that we could get through this this run so I could just... So you could just what? Know. You could let the Empire walk all over my home? You were going to betray me. You don't want to be my lieutenant. My I never command. said that I did. I made absolutely said it no with your promises. eyes. I did not. <laughs> well, the offer's off the table anyway. I have a different second in command. Oh, what no. is closer to my mind? <laughs> Arvis, I really don't think you're in the right headspace right now. At this point, Arvis opens her mouth and the voice of the like <laughs> demonic ghost comes out of it. Tremble, you foolish mortals. You will yield to my plan. Arvis, I don't think that's a second in command. I think that's just it first first in command. <laughs> you don't know what I, you're talking about. Go I on. Think, I think Scapa's running. Like, and Scapa's runs and then jumps with her lightning hook. I'm going to hit it. Oh. And At who, the ghost or Arvis? I, I think she's trying to hit the tendrils that are connected to the ghost. At this point, because the because the ghost is still trying to escape to some degree, right? Right, was my imagining. So, who? Scapa's mind. Red, red, bad, tan, normal. <laughs> so I think I'll roll that because we haven't rolled anything yet. Um, which is force, definitely force, which I have minus one at. Oh. It could still be a twelve. Could still you could still roll two sixes. Also, heads up that I have to leave in like ten minutes. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I rolled a two. Oh wow. Oh boy, Scott was <laughs> Scott was gonna die. <laughs> uh yeah. So Ariel, you get to make a move as hard as you want. 
Oh no. Just eviscerate Scapa. <laughs> <laughs> Scapa gets absorbed into the red light. Yeah. And um, is merged with one of the tendrils that are currently, um, I guess, wrapping around the tan ghost. Does this so... mean that Scapa is going to be inside of Arvis's mind also? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. I don't feel like I don't feel like Arvis is going to maintain much of her mind anytime soon, anyways. So that's fair. But yes, is that a fair thing to do? Just have two things in her mind, like fighting for dominance. One of them is Scapa. <laughs> that's not much of a fight. Oh, Scapa fighting for dominance. <laughs> I think you just get a great outlook on life is what, what ends up happening there. Yeah. Uh. Morale in the ghost army really goes up. Yeah, the, <laughs> the demonic entity is just is still as evil, but just a little more chipper. Yeah, so let's say you do... So basically one of those tendrils wraps around Scapa and her like soul, her ghost, is getting pulled out of her body. Mm-hmm into Arvis because uh, like a thing that uh, a thing in blades is a hollow which mm. is a body that right. is alive but has no soul oh uh, nice has no mind and so Freaky. you're starting to turn scapa into that uh yeah and scapa's like Whoa. and scapa's like what and then there's no mind to move the body and you see what color is scapa pink yeah, I was gonna say, like a like hot a, pink. A bright it's pink. A, it's like a neon pink. It's significantly brighter than any other color we've seen a ghost. And and maybe has some sparkles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, absolutely. God, what kind of what kind of anime nonsense? Like <laughs> it's got cat ears. <laughs> yes. Scott has seen a cat girl this I whole time. Also, secretly the protagonist. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Scabba was always the protagonist. I mean, like, consider these other two characters. Like, mm. not very dynamic, jaded uh, mentor, and then actively evil. <laughs> other per- yeah, Like, who's true. the protagonist that here? That's true. <laughs> All right. Um, and it's the young that. ingenue, clearly. Yeah. So, we're left with that. Um, King Clay, it's really just you against this, this thing. Yeah. Cat, uh, do you want to describe the scene as we have it right now? Because I think we just need like a, a reminder of exactly what's going so, on. So right now there's um, Arvis, her body, and she's you know essentially power posing on top of the train. Just T posing. <laughs> <laughs> and and out of her head is coming these giant tendrils of light, like a Medusa, but going straight up. They are wrapping around a giant tan ghost. Um, the tendrils are mostly red, but also now there is some like sparkly neon pink shooting around in them as well. And there is like an alive but totally empty body of Scapa like lying on in front of Arvis's feet. Yep. Got it in one. Yep. That's what we're looking at, viewers. <laughs> All right. Um I'm gonna assess the situation. <laughs> and just go directly for Arvis. Just oh. lightning hook like two 
the head, like the human head. You could, Nico, you could do an insight right now. I think some of these questions would be very interesting to have the answer to at this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I only thought that because you like said, I'm going to assess the situation. Well, that, yeah. Um, I don't think that, I don't think that King Cleave would be doing, thinking that much, really. All right, cool. Yeah. It's really, yeah. really trying to get to the next, uh, sort of to the next moment, in a sense. All right, you got it. All right, so here we go. Mm, it's an eight. So, I will go with, you inflict great harm. Oh, that's all. Sorry, my mistake. It's seven to nine. Yeah, seven to nine. So, you get to inflict great harm, which means... Um, you and I also have vicious, so I get to do plus one harm anyways. Right. So, you get to suffer harm in return, um, but you're not going to drive them back, um, see something, or create an opportunity. No. So no, it's just it's murdering time. It's murdering time. Uh, what does inflicting great harm looks like? Look like? I mean, since I was aiming for the head, I think it's like, I don't think I, I mean I don't think this is enough to just. I don't think this is enough to kill Arvis, but it's like it's like a pretty heavy like glancing blow to the face. Probably takes off some like. I mean, it's also electrified, right? So it's like probably yeah. messes up the face really bad. Yeah. Like, sure. takes off some hair and skin and, like, maybe the ear. No! Yeah. <laughs> it's so ugly in my portraits! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that's probably... I don't know if that's three or four. Level three or level, level four harm. Uh, well, let's see. The little harm on the side... Uh, a lightning hook jolt or a lightning hook surge? That's two or three. Respectively. Plus, you gave me extra harm, right? Right, because, yeah. So let's say it's four harm. Yeah. Right, so then I'm currently at sense. five harm, because I already had one. Okay. Ooh, wow. Cool. So one, two, three. Wow, you're right there. Big yikes. So you take one more harm, and you are going to be scarred, and we can maybe deal with oh that. Oh, yeah, you could just take a... Well, I mean, I don't think we care that much about it. I was just saying, you could just take a scar. Yeah, right we now, don't care about like, scars. We're not gonna... Yeah. We're about to be all dead or thralls anyways, so... Yeah, exactly. exactly. How much harm do I take in return? Ariel, what happens? Um, because that was a mixed success, so other bad things happen. Right. Um. So... I think that instead of dispersing, the tendrils just go right back into Arvis's skull and take um, Scapa with them. The oh. other ghost. <laughs> Slurp. Yeah. Um, the other ghost manages, I think, to wriggle free. And does this like, let off like a burst of energy or something? Because uh, I need to take some harm in return. Right. I think it just like flies through. Um, yeah. King Cleave. Okay. How much harm should I suffer? So mm. much. <laughs> yeah, I mean... All of it. How much harm do run-of-the-mill ghosts inflict with, like, a basic attack? What an excellent question. 
Um, often they inflict trauma rather than harm, but we haven't really played with trauma, so we're going to ignore that. Okay. Um, uh, manifestation attack by ghosts is two. Major manifestation attack from a ghost is three. So probably three in this situation, right? Mm. Yeah. Which means I only take two, because I'm tough. Nice. You've seen it all before. This is not your first rodeo. It has happened to me all before. Yes. Many ghosts have passed through. Yeah. Owie. All right. Arvis, what's your headspace like right now? So crowded. <laughs> hey! <laughs> no! Um, Arvis is just fighting to maintain control of her own mind. Um, but I, she's starting to figure out what hubris is, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> maybe a little bit. Just a, just a smidge. Damn it, the ghost is gone. How are we going to get How are we going to get to the pit? I need to get to the pit. Yeah, so many things in my brain. Everyone so unusual. Up. So unlike you. <laughs> no matter. I have now assimilated this one's essence into my being. This one. Hey. hey. So oh, we're stronger God. together. <laughs> Wow, this is uh, this is new and interesting. I haven't done this before. Is that my body? Yes, you're in my body. Get out of my body. I, I, I would if I could. Trust me. Um, but I can't. Oh, my Do God. You? I can hear all of your thoughts. Stop singing the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. Silence. Bring back only... my girls. <laughs> Is this one always this angry? Yes. The only body that matters is the one that we inhabit and the one that we are bringing to the pit. We must get there at all costs. Uh, okay. Maybe I should turn myself in now. Is there a way I can, uh, and Scapa tries to, like, take control of the body? Hey, stop that! <laughs> Hits herself mm. in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a tendril of light shoots out of Arphus's skull and, like, smacks her head. Ow. 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 That hurt all of us, though. Scapa. Hmm. Stop yeah? trying to do anything. Uh, but... But I, I'm so bad at waiting. I, I, I just need to be involved. Here, here, scoot aside. I can, I, I can take the controls. Uh, you're in my body. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Scapa is pretty aggressively fighting for control over this body. Because she doesn't like sitting on the sidelines. <laughs> There's a real, if you were watching from the outside, which I guess Kinclave is, it's, it's just a terrifying demonic possession like this is gonna be happening pretty quickly right because otherwise i would just go for another electro hook like well i think you have i think you have a moment to do this because of this kind of internal battle that's happening i can just swing again probably does that feel right ariel i guess i guess i mean i don't know how incapacitated you are because of the ghost that went through you like not very much i guess i don't also i guess do the lightning hooks need to recharge 
you have a limited number, limited amount of lightning oil. I think. Right. Okay. Is the thing. I think I'm probably just like in, in that case. I think I'm probably like reloading it then. You know, like I've backed up a little bit and like, and I kind of expected a counterattack, but instead it's yeah. And the body is just kind of like different parts are doing yeah, different things. Full on the Exorcist, practically like. I think there's like a moment. There's a moment of song in there where it's like Akaros forever and. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. right, Quick thing. I have to go very soon, but I think we should round this out somehow. So the voice in um, Arvis's head, the original voice um, goes, there are more ghosts where that one came from. Quickly, we'll summon one and fly off. Okay. I, I summoned you. I can do that. All I need is, um, gosh, I just need a blood sacrifice. Kinclave. <laughs> 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 there is, too, an unmoving body. Oh, that's true. We could do that. Or, <laughs> look, it, uh, you know, I guess it is. You're the expert. I'll defer to you. We can slit the throat of the unmoving body. Scapa, you cool hey, with that? Hey, no, no. <laughs> I don't think Scapa can do anything to stop this, though. <laughs> All right, I take your uh, lack of stopping me as uh, uh, go ahead. <laughs> I guess as as you move towards that body, I'll make one. I'll, I'll, I'll now I'll make my second attack. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Roll. Yeah. Oh. Oh, same thing. Ooh, so lost another year, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's she's to the pain ing me. <laughs> right. <laughs> to the pain. <laughs> um I think this time cuz I don't think I necessarily know exactly what you're trying to do. I think this time I'm actually going to go I'm going to go for suffer little harm in return going more for a self-preservation instinct on this one Mm -hmm. okay well it's also it's important to note that when you take um 12 harm to 12 o'clock you die and i think arvis you only have one harm left right um i'm i'm at five harm out of uh out of the six out of the six oh we have six yeah yeah Yeah, you just fill in yeah the clock you just fill in the number six nine ten eleven twelve yeah great well then yeah. This this is it. I'm dying, I think. Yeah. You, Arvis you are dying. is the blood sacrifice. Oh shit. That's deep. Yeah. Cool. So I think that so what happens is Arvis makes to go cut Scapa's throat mm-hmm. to or Scapa's body's throat in order to uh summon a ghost. With the butter knife from the scones she had been eating. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. With the crumb still on it and everything. Uh, uh, but instead, uh, Kinclaith makes one final effort and manages to snap Arvis's neck. Oh. Which. My throat! <laughs> <laughs> which 
A, which summons the new ghost, and there's a big ghost outside the lightning barrier. And I think that Ariel, your your dark presence, manages to escape the body. Mm-hmm. Does this dark presence bring Scapa and Arvis along with it? Hmm. I think it's pretty weak at this point, so it just retreats back to the pit. Okay. So yeah. So it's so it's hitches a ride on this ghost, mm-hmm. basically. <laughs> so you see, what does it look like? Um. So. I guess right now it's just like a wisp of red kind of crisscrossing the air and then manifesting very briefly as the like bat skeleton electrical thing we saw earlier um, as it rides off through the veil. Yeah. And I think I think we're passing by the borehole as we as we go. Mm-hmm. So it happens really fast. So just like a quick suction. And they both and they both go. I have so I think Ar- Arvis is dying or dead. Yep. Does Scapa stay s- trapped in Arvis's mind and they die together, or does Scapa get returned to her body in some way? Mm. Which is more which is more interesting from a story perspective? Can they both be in kind of a liminal, ghostly space? <laughs> They're stuck Are together. They? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like a conjoined twin ghost. A conjoined ghost. <laughs> Or, or wait, wait, Scapa brings Arvis along with her back into her body. Yes! <laughs> oh, yes, good, good. Nice. <laughs> so we see, again, our hot pink sparkly ghost um, slides out of Arvis's mouth as Arvis dies, dragging. Cat, what does Arvis's ghost look like? I think it's like a deep royal purple. <laughs> <laughs> And they both slide into the hollow that is Scapa's body. And Scott and Scapa's body like suddenly like starts moving again. Whoa. And opens her mouth ma- uh, opens her mouth like, Oh, I'm back. I'm I Where am I? Oh Oh god <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> Arvis, welcome. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. So, King Claith, here's a here's a question. I don't know if you've seen this before. Uh, Arvis tagged along with me. How how do I turn in a voice in my head to the state. <laughs> I do not know. And I think we pull away from the train as it snakes away from the borehole. Uh, and I think let's go back into the borehole one more time. Uh, Ariel, you're still with us? Mm-hmm. And, All right. Yeah. Okay, so the wisp of red is floating um, next to the pillar of light. 
which is now, I guess, manifesting in a bunch of different colors. And the pillar goes, So, servant, you have failed me. You have failed to bring a vessel for the energy that I have collected within me. What a disappointment. And, um, like, multicolored tendrils come and, like, try to assimilate the smaller red tendril, which, like, squirms and squirms, but it can't really put up a fight at this point. And the red tendril goes, No, no, master, I promise. I, I was acting under your command. It's just, those mortals, they're, they're too strong. They overpowered me. I, I didn't know what to do. And then the pillar just, like, swallows it up. No matter. There's more where you came from. Next time. I'll find a body. Next time. Next time on Ghost That's Lime. it. Yes. Next time <laughs> on Ghost Alright, thanks for playing, guys. Hey, thanks for listening. Again, that was a game of Ghost Lines by John Harper. If you like the show, uh, if you could leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be super helpful for us. If you want to get in contact with me, the best way to do that is to email me at sceneplaypod at gmail.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter at scene underscore play. And now, Kat has a poem for you, I think. This is Death by Fruit by Kay Ryan. Only the crudest of the Vanitas set ever thought you had to get a skull into the picture, whether you needed its tallowy color near the grapes or not. Others, stopping to consider shapes and textures, often discovered that eggs or aubergines went better, or leeks or a plate of string beans. A skull is so dominant. It takes so much bunched-up drapery, such a ponderous display of ornate cutlery, just to make it less prominent. The greatest masters preferred the subtlest vanitas, modestly trusting to fruit baskets to whisper ashes to ashes, relying on the poignant exactness of oranges to release like a citrus mist the always fresh fact of how hard we resist, how briefly we are pleased.